even somebody who was in business 40, for 40 years and they get repeat clients or whatever, guess what? The new guy's coming in, he's gonna use the tools that he's given and he's potentially overthrow you because you're doing the old school way. You have to keep up with the times and continue to evolve or else you won't stay relevant. Go Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, awesome. we don't use the yellow pages anymore. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, we don't even ask for phone numbers anymore, right? It's yeah. like, hey, what's your IG? Can I add you on Facebook? Um, no more business cards. No more business cards. I'm going to say it one more time. No more business cards. Welcome to the Wedding Video Boss Podcast, where we talk about the business of being a wedding creative. And on Mondays, I invite over the heavy hitters of the wedding industry and business gurus to talk about specific topics to help your business grow. Today, we're going to talk to the ladies of Social Presence PR, Lizzie Chan and Ilana Rubin. I can't wait for you to hear this one because we had such a real conversation about social media and how to use it the right way. All right, they're ready. Let's start the show. Lizzie Liz, the social butterfly in the bow tie, building friendships and connecting like-minded people has been her passion. Her love for social media came from the original blogging days of Sanga and learning HTML just to have the best MySpace page during her high school years. If there's a networking event, you'll see her there. She's known to give people the biggest FOMO, fear of missing out, through her Instagram stories. On her free time, you can find her at your local boba shop enjoying a large Thai tea with boba. I swear, Lizzie is like my spirit animal. Ilana, on the other hand, is the other co-founder. Her marketing background comes from the event world where she used to market large-scale ticketed events. Producing an event for 10,000 people is one thing, but getting those people to come in is a whole other scenario. By using all different types of advertising methods, including online marketing, Ilana has been there, done that. She took her skills to new ventures like building a new venue's reputation from the ground up to launching other businesses. On her free time, you'll catch Ilana horseback riding, shopping, or kicking it with friends on a rooftop. Ilana is also my spirit animal. So I can't wait for you guys to hear what they have to say. But be ready because it's going to be a social media smackdown. So friends, help me in welcoming Lizzie and Ilana of Social Presence PR. You ready? <laughs> okay. Hi, girls, ladies. Hey. Thanks. What up, Paul? Thanks for being on my show. No, thanks for having us. Yeah, I I love having women over because it's kind of like putting plants in a dungeon. It makes the place it makes the place look beautiful. <laughs> see, I'm in, I'm in my, this message. <laughs> I'm in my garage right now, but it looks great. <laughs> no, but honestly, I love having uh, women over because it puts a really good perspective into having your own business as a wedding videographer. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate whenever I have women over. But I'm really intimidated with women. 
So bless you, Stella. So I'm so I'm very intimidated right now, and Stella's like here, just staring at me. So this is this is like nerve wracking for me. But thank you, I appreciate it. No, thank you. So thank before you. we start, let's go into the important part first. Who did you think was going to win the Game of Thrones? Oh gosh. Um, um, I don't know, Liz, you want to go first? I was rooting for Danny. Oh. I was rooting for uh Jamie Lannister, but Ooh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, he, I could see kid. why. You want the character to do a 180 on you. Yeah. I mean, there could have been a few a few things that could have happened there. Um we thought maybe John kills Danny. And then it was like, oh, and he doesn't want the throne, but everyone wants him to have the throne. So he was like, no, just give it to my sister Sansa because she just wants to be queen. So I was like, hmm, she could, she could, she could swipe that. Um, that was an option. Um, we were all rooting for Tyrion, honestly. So yeah, over Stella, here, Stella was rooting for Tyrion. But anything could happen if you haven't seen the show yet. Anything could happen still. So let's leave dies. It at that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should put a spoiler alert <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Okay, let's let's change the topic. Let's go to... Okay, We're going to talk about John Wick now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. Was it good? Oh, so good. Okay. But he deserves ghosts. That's all I'm saying. John Wick's good guy. Yeah, I know. Ghost. I love ghosts. So let's talk about... Um, yeah, tell us something about yourself that people probably don't know about you. Who wants oh, to go you're first? Getting the first? I'm giving her the first seat on everything in this. It would be nice. Okay. <laughs> me. It would be me. Things that people don't know about me. Oh, maybe they do. I love Boba. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the world knows that you love Boba. That's um, I'm really busy, but if you ask me to go to Boba, I will squeeze it in my schedule. How about that? <laughs> Seriously. Fair. What's your favorite boba flavor? Ooh, depending on where I am located, but if it's it could be anywhere from Seven Leaves, Thai Tea, or even Red Straw, Grapefruit Punch. Ooh, you like the fruity boba. Yeah. I'm surprised. What? You did not like fruit. What do I look like? You look like you look like a milk tea boba kind of. Oh. <laughs> That's not racist. <laughs> I wasn't assuming, but yeah. Okay, so Ilana, something about yourself. Um, something that maybe most people don't know that is not industry related. Um, I do also like boba, but I. Uh, have been horseback riding since I was four years old. So I've always had horses. I've had about eight of them. And I've always ridden horses. And I love them. They're my favorite animal. So fun fact. <laughs> oh, you know, I tried horseback riding before when I was like 11. And I stopped because one guy, he said, oh, you know what? The horse should be riding you. And then I stopped. <laughs> Because when when we had the pictures back, because back back when I was eleven, we developed we go to like the CVS and then we have it developed into like a paper. And then I saw the. the I was around when that was a thing, Paul. No, 
Yeah, they, okay. they developed pictures for you. <laughs> so they, I, I saw the photo. Are we talking and, about the Philippines or yeah, here in the, the States? The Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw the, I, I saw the horse and it looked like it was dying. So I, I never <laughs> rode a horse ever again. But yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, for when the you horse. first said that, that's not what I first thought you meant that the yeah. horse should be dying you. So. Oh! Thank you. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Don't tell it, that story that way ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't a show. It was like an actual. <laughs> <life>. <laughs> yeah, let's not go into that. Are one. you sure it was a horse? Yeah, it was a horse. <laughs> it was a horse. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay, I wanna I wanna know badly because you've been telling me that you had a story of how you got you formed the company. So let's let's go into that. Let's. Talk about how you uh, came up with a company. Liz tells the story best because she's probably told it like every time we tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll kick it off and then I'm going to. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, so I personally have always thought about, I'm that individual who's like, okay, what can I do next? What can I do? Like I'm always thinking, trying to be creative. And I started to hear from some uh vendor friends that they were struggling to maintain their social media presence. And then they were looking at companies that they wanted to invest in, or maybe they already had a company that was helping them out with social media and just um, wasn't a good match. So they were struggling in either finding the appropriate match for them to assist them in their social media management, or they just didn't have the time to do it themselves. So the wheel started turning and I was like, okay, well, this is obviously a need because I'm hearing this from, you know, tens of people, like 10, 20, 30, it just kept going. Um, so I was like, okay, not a bad idea. So I actually hit up Liz to hang out. Um, and it was not supposed to be about this at all. It was just supposed to be about like planners hanging out, grabbing some boba, doing our thing at Diamond Jamboree. And that's when... So I had asked to go to Korean barbecue because that's my second home. <laughs> but we didn't have time to do a three-hour all-you-can-eat sit-down lunch. <laughs> so, you know, got to squeeze in a boba time. So we met up, and we're just chatting. I was, you know, I was just venting about something, and then we were just just kind of talking about, like, our goals. Like, what do you see next? Like, what's, what's going to happen next in our lives? Um, I've always done social media. I was starting to do social media for a venue, a venue locally, so I was telling her like what I was up to um, and how it's such a need knowing that I already have this account. Um, and then from there, we're like, dude, everyone needs it. We're looking at these wedding forums and people are always complaining like, do you know anyone who blogs? Do you know anyone who does this and that? Because, you know, we are not business people. We're artists. We start as an artist and then we learn to be business people. Um, so, you know, when I first started, I met Brendan Wong and he was like, do what you love, but if there's one advice I can give you is hire people to do things that you fucking hate. And if you hate social media, then you're going to have to hire someone. I hate accounting. I'm going to hire an accountant, like for sure, you know, because even though I'm Asian, I hate crunching numbers. <laughs> you're the creative Asian. I'm the Asian. You're the Asian. <laughs> <laughs> So we like, so we hung out and then when we started talking about it, we were like, okay, well, if there's a need, like, let's do something about it, you know? So it went from two planners just hanging out and talking to, we're going to start a company. 
and literally what was it was like 48 48 hours like we met up okay like and prior to this we only see each other at networking events we've never even hung out before but the synergy was just like insane um so we literally sat down and we kind of chat a little bit and then we met up and we're like hey let's start a logo let's just f it let's just start a logo and see where it goes literally within like 15 minutes we got we put together our logo Mm -hmm. Put together the logo put together meet like a small media kit um and then it was like okay now let's start a website and then just started and then all the business like entities like fell into place um made a lot of inquiries and um right now I, what did we we technically launched in end of february and yeah. we have four amazing clients right now um we are looking to take on a couple more but we have four amazing clients right now so we're, we're very lucky that's cool so I didn't know if end of February. So I remember Liz and I had like a coffee chat and then a few days after you announced it, right? That was it, Liz, yeah. right? Yeah. I was, was like, cause you were you were just we were talking about podcasting and I'm like, yeah, you got to do it. Why not? It's a free flat, uh, platform. So it's like, why won't you use a free platform? So do it. Let's start our list together. Remember? And then overnight we came up with like a list of 50 entrepreneurs on our list you know yeah, yeah so same thing with alana was just like f it let's do it <laughs> you want to be ride or die girl let's go <laughs> Honestly, like we we haven't even this has all just been like word of mouth from people we know like we haven't even gone full force yet with getting out there and having that. We'll, we'll get that going um so thanks for having us yeah <laughs> you know th- that that's the thing like the reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast is because I know you personally and I know how hard you both work and just combining your forces just makes so much sense. And that's why I'm really looking forward to this company because I know that you're going to do great things. And, you know, at oh, the end of the fe- yeah. end of February, you already have four clients. How? That's great. I so, <laughs> so I'm really happy. I'm really happy. We just, we've been very blessed with the loss of part of the community. Yeah, and Everyone's I think, excited. yeah, I think a lot and I have paid it forward for a really long time in our community. So it's really cool to see people tagging us in posts and just like showing so much love and and just giving us advice. And it's it's been a great journey, even though it's only been a few months. Like I think we've grown so much as a company and as people, and as people too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing, like. um there's you, you have this drive that is way different from from other PR companies and you're very genuine too that's why people like you is because you're you're not like you know Instagram people so so I like that so now I want to talk about um because you were talking about like the need right were there any uh, things that wedding vendors do on social media that you think is a mistake that is easily fixable? Well, the first things first is they don't use it. <laughs> so, um, and they, and if they are using it, it's not consistent. So those are kind of some of the key elements. Of it's like to start off, you gotta use it. Um, you need to use it and you need to use it consistently if you want to see results. Um, I know 
Liz and I kind of talked and when we were like evaluating, okay, well, what are some needs of people? And it was like, you know, making sure that they're consistently posting and then what they're putting out there represents them as a brand, the best of their ability. Um, whether that means the quality of what they're posting or where they're working or the work that they're producing that they want to show off, um, that all falls into staying active and actually using your, your media. Um, Liz, you want to keep going? <laughs> yeah, um, I want to emphasize like crediting people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, what I've learned being an entrepreneur is building a community. And as you know, talking about if we're just talking solely about weddings, it's it's a whole team that makes this process. It's not just you, or it's just not the photographer, not the planner. It's you know. It's everyone from the draping person to the staff of the hotel. We need to credit everyone to show love that we've all done this. So when we're getting photos, we can't emphasize enough like, hey, give us all your vendor credit because we want to show love. And from there, that's an easy platform too because now you're kind of spreading your awareness onto someone else's social media because then when you're going on someone's Instagram, you can see who's being tagged and what. And then you're just kind of all working with each other. Mm-hmm. And those tags that you get, like when you credit somebody, whether that's physically tagging them in an image, we also always say to, you know, actually list out your credits and tag them that way too, not just in the photo, Um, specifically for like Instagram, but even Facebook, like tag them on Facebook. Don't just share your Instagram posts and don't let the, like the tags don't translate over. So make sure you are re-tagging everyone because when they get that, they'll get that notification and they'll be like, oh, I just got tagged in this. Boom. Then they go over and see your post and then they interact with it. And then that just builds on your um, visibility for um, either your Facebook or your Instagram accounts for social media. So that just helps you overall with like your boost. Definitely. Yeah. And then, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, you go. Um, I always think you should hype up your couple from the journey of day one of like, even from the booking process, like taking a self and putting on your Instagram story so that people are following their journey with your couple. And then the photographers, if you are, photographers and videographers if you're doing like engagement shoot please send us those photos because we want to like share those photos and be like dude like you know counting down 30 days counting down a week you know and that's that's free advertisement for the photographer and videographer so why don't you just use that platform we just don't understand your images (laughs) yeah we want your images we want to post it everywhere and when you put it on your platform, like if you're working with 20 vendors, that's 20 platforms that you just easily got free advertisement from. So why not take advantage of it? And I am in love with all the photographers that gives me sneak peeks within 24 hours. <laughs> so have you ever asked photographers why some don't give sneak peeks or why some don't share it with other vendors? I don't. Do you know that answer, Alana? Um, I don't. I don't really work with those people, so I don't really know. Okay. Oh, um, good answer. Um, no, I mean, maybe that's just because everyone, I'm fortunate that I do collect images and I do credit people in return, but something yeah. I do see at like, photography forums is they've had bad experiences where people don't credit them for the image, which just goes right back into what are people doing wrong, and that's credit your damn vendors. Get your photos credit your vendors, build more awareness for yourself on platforms by crediting everyone. Okay. Can you say that again? No. (laughs) Credit everyone. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) 
So that's the thing. Like whenever I I, I treat social media now as uh, a a a megaphone for thanking other people. Like whenever we're 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 all in one group, this group called OCWP. Whenever I post there, I always just post like thanks and shout out to the vendors that made this day possible. I never want to try to like show our stuff because if people want to see our stuff, they just go to our website. So my intention is just to like thank them for being amazing and awesome. And thanks to you for giving us the list of the vendors because not all planners do that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Every also, planner should have a vendors list and everyone's social media handle because then it's an easy copy paste into you know their caption and it's easy to tag everyone from there. Yeah, and you know, I go. If you're not working with a planner and you do have a you know a wedding or an event and there's there's not a planner, that's okay. You can send the credits too to the rest of your your vendor team, so that way they have for your images the proper credits and your own credit, so that way you get credit for your images. Yep. Word of the day: credit. Credit. <laughs> when it uh, actually when Lizzie's point when you uh, she was talking about hyping up your couples, I think. As a wedding vendor in 2019, people are looking for that personal relationship with their vendors because mm-hmm. uh, everything's like on social media now and everything's just like all fluff. And if you go that ex- extra mile to treat your clients as the, like their friends or professionally, not friends, but professionally, I think you're going to have more work and people will appreciate you more. Right. Agreed. Yes, agreed. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally agreed. So, now I want to ask: uh, When it comes to posting on social media, how personal should a wedding vendor be? Because you know me. <laughs> Whenever someone doing something wrong, I—that's the only time I don't tag someone if it's someone. <laughs> If I'm trying to call them out, but I don't have to tag them. <laughs> you know, but seriously, it infuriates me whenever a vendor messes up and doesn't owe up to it. So that's why I rarely do that on social media. But when I do, I just it's, it's just because like, man, come on. So, so is your question is, do you tag people you don't want to work with? No, or no, no, do no. You- <laughs> So, <laughs> or do you use the platform to vent? No, 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 no. And blast them. So the, my question is, when you, because you kind of want to have a, a face to your brand, right? You're trying to show sure. your face. How genuine do you have to go? Like, how far, how personal do you have to be to put the a face to the brand? Um, good question. So I think. Uh, from coming from the creative marketing brand branding side, um, I think it's really important to make sure that your voice is relevant in all of your posts. I don't think you need to be personal in your posts if that's not your brand. Um, but your brand voice is technically your voice because you are your brand. So even if you're a company that has like maybe, you know, associates or a bunch of people who work under you, you still created that company or maybe there's a partnership. The two of you still started it. The three of you still started it. So however your personality is that translates into your brand voice, because that's what people are investing in. Um, so personal in the sense of making sure that it fits your brand and it fits who you are as a brand. But I, 
up to you if your brand then evolves into, well, I'm going to tell you about my cat um, or about, you know, my day on the weekend. I don't think they ever need to get as personal as some things they text to Liz, but because um, she's always TMIing me. She's like, oh, God, <laughs> sorry. Um, don't have to put that on social media, but if, if that's your brand, like, even if that means on, like, a story on Facebook or Instagram, and maybe it's not a post, but maybe it's like, hey, here's me with my dog. Okay, maybe that's your brand. Um, so I think a little personal is is good. I think it makes them relate to you as a human. So your, your, your audience, yeah. Yeah. You, you have to be relatable. Yeah. At least, yeah. Any Anything yeah. to add, Liz? Yeah. Um, I know people always go back and forth about having a personal Instagram or a work Instagram. I like having both. I like, I don't want my dogs to take over my feed because that could easily happen on my Instagram. So that's why I made two. It's my personal one is just about boba, bow ties, and my crazy dogs. And my personal brand is just, it's me and my bow tie at work, you know? So it's, I'm doing my venue walkthroughs. I'm doing my networking events and you get to see all the, pretty stuff we produce mm -hmm. um, because people who come to your site or Instagram or any platforms, they come with intent is to buy, to buy whatever your service is going to be or whatever tangible product it is. So you want to just definitely put it in their face. Like, this is what I do. This is how it's going to look great. And you don't have to worry about, you know, having uncle Bob there. <laughs> so is there any, Are there any methods to determine what you're going to share on social media? Like, of course, it has to be calculated, right? I, I, I talked to Jeremy Chow and he said that fine art photography is everything is with purpose. Like it, everything's mm -hmm. purposeful. Like whatever you put on social media, you're like designing it. Is, is there like a method for people who aren't into photography or aren't into videography for social media? That's yeah. a good question. Lizzie, cool if I kick it off with like grid stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're, but I mean, I want to go starting with just the energy of the page, right? It's talking about you wake up, what's your intent of the day? Like you're just going to wake up and just, just dilly dally and not have a direction. So, same thing with social media. What is your direction? What is your goals? Is it talking about tips about what you can offer to your, to your audience? Is it like, oh, this is how pretty I can make things or, whatnot and then as the grid like it has a look pleasing on the eye so i think alana could talk about the grid and how she's super you know about that so i Ooh. i let her do her thing on there <laughs> um i ha we've had or in the past like even some clientele or just some vendor friends are like oh well i'm not it's okay i'm not really into the grid and like okay like that's that's fine like do you but realistically from a consumer standpoint when i go to somebody's account I'm not going to pull any up because it will not put people on blast. But when I pull up somebody's account and I'm looking at their um, Instagram feed, I'll talk about Facebook in a second. But when I look at their Instagram feed, I automatically uh, feel overwhelmed if, let's say you're not a photographer, so you're going to have like a bunch of different kind of posts and, and editing and all that stuff, right? Um, I feel very overwhelmed when it doesn't feel like it flows to the eye when I'm scrolling on that person's, I'll call it, you know, their homepage, their Instagram page. 
So making sure that there's some form of method, like there's a, there's a recipe, we call it when it comes to the grid and mapping it out um, is like, okay, well, you know, maybe for, for example, you're a florist, right? And you, your three is your grid in a row. So maybe, you know, you do three in a row and it's about bouquets you did in purple. And then the next three, it starts to fade and you have to make sure when it's not all three in a row that the two that are next to each other still kind of look okay because it, it gets funky a little bit when the grid's not always in the three in a row. So you have to make sure they still kind of start to flow together, almost like a little like zigzag. Um, so if it, you went had purple bouquets, maybe you just post a picture of a bouquet to start off your next grid. doesn't have to be purple, but maybe then it turns into, oh, this one wedding we did and it's three pictures from that wedding, but the first one you post is from a bouquet so that it flows from the purple bouquets into the next one. So as long as it looks aesthetically pleasing to the eye, I think it's um, a little bit more valid, validating. I hate to say it that way, but it's true. Like I feel less overwhelmed as a consumer and I feel a little bit more confident in that individual. And same with thing with posting on Facebook. Um, I know some people feel that Facebook is not as relevant anymore. And I believe that's false because they all talk to each other. Um, so Facebook, posting something, tagging things, but keeping it consistently, whether you do it twice a week, once a week, whatever, as long as you do it. Um, but making sure there's also the same thing like a recipe. So I'm going to use myself for an example. I do two blogs a month for um, my website. And what I'll do on Facebook, I only post, I only post once a week just to keep it relevant. And like every other week I post my blog link. And then the other two weeks I will post something that's like inspirational um so that again the feed just kind of flows and looks a little bit more conventional okay i Question. actually <laughs> breathe uh i actually want to share see let's let me see if i could share this page i have this was not in our agenda you what know, is I, this? i'm telling you i'm throwing you a curveball if i could oh, share this okay so i i follow one of my friends she's uh I, I know her. We've worked together before, but I've always based my... It's not exact, but I've always based my Instagram feed on Arena Borodina Photography. Arena's awesome, yeah. Oh my gosh. Her <laughs> feed is amazing because yep. it's just colors that are intentional, but very, very <laughs> subtle. Where? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the flowers and the girl on the bench. This one? This one. Under the... Keep going okay, oh, this yeah, one. Right, right there. Her feed is amazing because it's very, very subtle, but it's so easy on the eye. Yeah. Yeah. And now I don't know how to go back to. <laughs> 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 but I just, oh, here, 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 here. On the bottom, on the bottom. There. Take off the screen share, right? No, not. How do I do that? You see how her feed kind of has, like, it has a purpose, though. Hold on. Before you get out of this, can you scroll back to, like, closer to the top? Just so I can read it. Not, like, her actual bio, but read her images. Uh, keep going. Keep going. All the way to the first three. Oh, there she is. She's so cute. Okay. Keep going. All right. See? So, oh, my gosh. See how it has purpose, though? Like, I don't. Arena, I don't know if this is like your grid system, but I'm just throwing it out there. But when you're looking at something that's aesthetically pleasing, like look how almost like the flowers, like, okay, lavender, lavender, but then she has like three, you see how it's almost like this? Yeah. 
saying? Can you point that out on the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like those three, those two have flowers, and then right below it, it's flowers. So it creates like this aesthetically pleasing to the eyes. Like, oh, these are three people. These are three with flowers that are all kind of similar aesthetically. Um, and if you keep scrolling, also it helps that she obviously has the same editing style for all of her images. Yes. Um, and yeah. then the same so, photographers who don't post is crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you have all. Uh, it's cool. like you're the one who has it yeah oh, so i wish you don't have time yeah because w- w- with video it's so hard because we could only make like these one minute clips but now i'm trying to get i'm trying to screen capture our stuff and you know just isolating yeah. Yeah. every single thing yeah don't post video there's plenty of images especially from like a, a branding perspective that totally goes with what you do so you can do a little bit of both you can mix it in yeah so if i hit stop share Okay, there you go. I did it. Yay! So, okay, my question now is, how do you feel about people? Because I I, I just listened to two podcasts, and the first podcast was saying that whenever, when it comes to feed, your Instagram stories is what you use to get dirty. Like, you could post whatever you want there because it's only going to last for 24 hours, and you could use it not... You, you know, you have to, like, <laughs> take what I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, that's what they used to say about Snapchat, and okay. it's called in screenshot. Okay. So, no. <laughs> no. Okay. If I see something on an Insta story, I'm like, oh, this dog is so cute. Screenshot. Send it to the boyfriend. Like, no. Like, don't. Uh-uh. You can screenshot anything. Because um, when you hold your finger on an Insta story, it's going to pause. Yeah. You screenshot it. Lasts forever. Ah, gotcha. Okay, and yeah. then another one is I, I listened to Jasmine Starr, and she was saying that when it comes to IGTV, at least that w- that was the episode. But I I forgot if she's talking about her feed on Instagram or IGTV. But she's saying that you can't really polish a turd, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you put out there, even if it looks good. You know, it, it's still the content that people will go back to. Yeah. Well, that goes back to your branding and being relatable. So if you post like a pretty picture and all it says is like, these are white flowers. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> there's no reaction, you know, like yeah. that's it. And it could be a pretty image or a video, but if there's no purpose to that video or flow, again, like your attention span's gone, you're over it, you're not going to interact not going to buy into the brand as a consumer um so being relatable exactly that like i don't want to buy a turd unless you you need a turd to fertilize your garden (laughs) (laughs) this this conversation is getting really really out of hand (laughs) okay so since we're already talking about mistakes and uh you're you're throwing out really great advice how do you how important is it for people to have social media presence? Because not everyone, especially like uh, the older businesses, they don't have uh, that much of social media. <laughs> you know, there there are older businesses that don't like a like an accountant, like an accountant. You know, they they, they, they like accounting agencies that have been in the business for like forty years. They don't sure. really need to do social media, but so how important is it to have? social media presence but before we get into that i just want to thank you for being a loyal listener 
You don't know how much it means to me that you're listening right now and I can share with you something that I'm passionate about. If you enjoy the content that I'm bringing every week, I just want to remind you that the Wedding Video Boss podcast also has a Patreon page where you can pledge as low as $1 to show your support and keep the show going. There's different tiers which gives you different perks like transcripts of all the episodes. This is for those who don't have time to listen for an hour. A Facebook community to share and give business advice for photographers and videographers. Also, extra episodes just for the hardcore fans. Just go to www.patreon.com that's p a t r e o n.com/weddingvideoboss or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now let's get back to whatever we were talking about. Oh my god, can I please say something first and I'm always telling you just because okay. of what Paul just said. Okay, so that is false. You always need social media. That's number 1. And that's because even somebody who is in business 40 for 40 years and they get repeat clients or whatever, guess what? The new guy's coming in. He's going to use the tools that he's given and he's potentially overthrow you because you're doing the old school way. You have to keep up with the times and continue to evolve or else you won't stay relevant. Go us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, awesome. we don't use the yellow pages anymore. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, we don't even ask for phone numbers anymore, right? It's yeah. like, hey, what's your IG? Can I add you on Facebook? No more business cards. No more business cards. Like, add me on IG and then I'll DM you so that there's a relationship going. And then I'll, you know, especially at networking events, like, I'll be like, hey, add me on IG. And then I automatically will DM them. And then I'll go home and look at my DMs and, and then start a conversation. So either we keep that on IG or we meet for Boba. Yeah. <laughs> You're like glowing today. I just want to throw that. Yeah, you are. I have a, I have a window right here. <laughs> she has oh, side lighting. Rembrandt. <laughs> talking, she just pulled up right there. Everyone who's watching, she just pulled up like as like the big one instead of Paul because it's her. Yeah. Like, dang, like I just got like a super zoom and Liz is looking. Yeah. Just- <laughs> you guys are hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, I, just, I noticed that. I noticed the the that there's no business cards anymore, and I've whenever I meet someone, I'm like, oh, do you have a business card? They're like, oh, just add me on IG, and then yeah. they 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 say, oh, I don't have my IG set up yet for my business, but you could just add me. It's a like cockmaster or something. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, can you please? <laughs> yeah. Can you please fix your Instagram? <laughs> It's a it's a it's a private mixer. No, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Again, is this Stella? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're probably not gonna publish this episode oh anymore. Oh my god, if somebody if somebody seriously <laughs> like, oh, I don't have a business Instagram, just put my personal. I'd be like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> no. What? Where are you going? Yeah, oh I told him. I told him you need to have like a better name. <laughs> It, it, at least for, for at the least. record it wasn't cockmaster it's probably blo- <laughs> blockmaster or something <laughs> if you sold same, chi- same. if you sold chickens that would make sense <laughs> so it okay. might be that yeah yeah hen hen master <laughs> for eggs there okay so i want to ask then for people who are starting out who don't have too much content to share what's your advice I mean, I think we're struggling with that too because we're 
we're brand new, right? We have yeah. like thousands of photos as a planner, but we don't have any content as a as together. We're just starting. So I think it's just consistency and just what's your message. And that's what our goal is in the next, you know, game or our game plan is, is like, what message do you want to put out there? So that's what I think you should start with. Yep. Go get it. Go make it. Figure yeah. it out. Like when we knew we, we had to launch something, even a website, whatever, I'm like, dang, like we have nothing. Like, yeah, I don't have images I can use on this website. We don't have like Facebook stuff. We don't have like anything. Can you hear me? Hire a photographer to help you out. Use your photo. Get some portrait mode going. Learn a little bit, mm -hmm. um, and just take good quality photos that aren't fuzzy or anything like that. Something that still looks pretty professional to post is is okay if it if it happens on your phone for a little bit to start because at least you're blasting out content. Um, for wedding professionals in general, being involved in a styled shoot is always helpful. Um, so that way you get professional photos that you can share and then making sure like your detail shots are taken and it's okay to, to post like something that maybe is not at the time really part of what you do. Like if you did the chairs for the shoot and there's a picture of the invitation suite, but cause you already used a lot of the chair photos. Great. Post a picture of it and just say like, we were a part of this and like whatever you put in your content part will at least help explain the story. Um, so go get content, make it happen. Okay. Definitely. Especially during the event too. If you are taking behind the scenes, that's what I am obsessed with a stationary company that does behind the scenes. Like literally they're cutting paper and running it through their press machine. And I'm like, Wow, that's so cool. Because I don't care, like, as much as I care about the end results, I want to see what's happening behind the scenes. Because as an entrepreneur, we put everything on social media. It's like, oh, it's so pretty. Your life is so easy. Or, like, I wish I had your life. I was like, dude, I'm up at four in the morning emailing you. You know, like, that is not fun at the end of the day. But I think it's, you just got to do it. And if it's not professional photos, put it on your Instagram stories, put it in your highlights so it sits there and then just keep producing those professional photos and build that community where you can make these photographer, videographer friends because, you know, there's a Facebook group that has tons of Facebook, uh, tons of photographers in there that you can make friends with. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly my style. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a confession to make. So when we were okay. starting out, because so, we, we came here with 2008, so we didn't have any friends in high school growing up or college. So whenever we go to networking events, we I take photos with people. I don't know. You're probably one in one of the photos. I always like take photos with people in networking events, and then I tag them just so they remember me. Love it. And it, it really blossomed into like a really good relationship with other vendors and i feel like that's that's how you do content is to put you first in there and you're right you could do styled shoots or just scour through the internet and look for people that you're interested <laughs> how do you feel yeah. about reposting because i i've seen other vendors repost stuff from other vendors uh well there's actually She's dabbled. She knows about it. Let's put it that way. So I'll let her. Um, there's there's good and bad reposting. Yeah, for that. sure. 
Yeah. No, I mean, I've experienced that. I had some East Coast wedding planners that repost my stuff and I'm like, that's kind of weird, but I appreciate you for at least, you know, vendor crediting. Um, I think you just have to put it like, it, like a Pinterest point of view, right? That it's for sure you're going to have to be like, put it on the, on your, your um, caption saying like, this is inspiration of the day. These are the vendors and properly credit them because I know people are always stealing images, claiming their own. I mean, there was a situation not too long ago where a photographer was claiming that these are all their images and then they got called out and said, these are, these are my images and not yours. And they were booking weddings from it. Oh. So it's, there's a lot of fraud out there. And as long as you're crediting everyone properly, I think it's okay. But I think reposting should just be on Pinterest, in my opinion. It should be, you should keep things as organic as possible. So yeah. that there's confusion. Okay. So I I had a question. I'm trying to figure out what was my question. Do you like hollow hollow? Oh, I love. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> How about you, Ilana? Do you like hollow hollow? <laughs> you are horrible. <laughs> so okay, now I want to ask. Since this is a podcast with a videographer in it, what advice can you give to photo and video people for their social media page? For them to stand out, not just to put stuff in there, but to, for them to actually stand out. I can, I can start. Okay, I'll go for it. Yeah. So um, I'm actually, so kind of like what you showed us with like Arena, for example, um, she stands out because she does a really fantastic job at keeping a consistent flow in her imagery and then also having a little bit of her own style and flair in her images and in her posts. She always once in a while will intermix like kind of a personal post, kind of what we were going back to, something that's relatable, realistic, because that fits her brand. She is her brand. She is Rena. So she'll post a picture of herself or she'll post a picture of like an adventure she's on or like family. So, but it's still in the same art form as the rest of her images. So I think for like somebody like that in particular, like a photographer, I think to stand out, um, being able to really have like a little mark on your own editing style and then making sure that translates consistently in your post. Same for video. Um, maybe you're just sharing, you know, your 30 second clip of the day, but it's still consistent in how you edit and it, it stands out as your brand. And then again, your content relatable. So if your content stands out and it seems right, it doesn't mean you have to write like 400 paragraphs, just as long as it makes sense and it, it stands out, that'll keep you standing out from the rest of your um, friendly competition in the area. Yeah. Nailed it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, my, uh, what advice can you give to uh, people who want to collaborate when it comes to getting their content online? Like, uh, ju just like what you said, you want to do it, you want to do a styled shoot, right? But when I'm starting out, I don't really have the resources or the credibility for me to be like, hey, Maybe you want to do a styled shoot with me, even if I'm like a month into the business. So, you know, it's really hard for people to trust it. newcomers. So what advice can you give people for them to approach or organize? 
Yeah, totally. I will pass this over to the queen of networking. I'm the princess of networking, but she's the queen. So <laughs> <laughs> this, this plays into it. <laughs> well, for I think as a photographer, videographer, it's not like you're just shooting yesterday. Like I'm sure you have content of things that you were passionate about, either you traveling. Like I see a lot of photographers and videographers, they did a lot of traveling. They made these crazy videos of them on their trip with their significant other or with their friends. And it's really cool to see like how they started shooting like their friends and they're like, oh, you're engaged. Let me just shoot for you. So like your friends are your content, you know, using your personal network. And then once you have that as a foundation, then you go out there. So at least you have some kind of lay of the land of like on your Instagram or portfolio. Um, and then you kind of go out there like, this is how I shoot. This is my style. I don't think you need 50 videos to kind of prove who you are. You know, I think you just need three or four really good content just so people kind of understand um, your formula. I think if you're like as a planner, I could look at your stuff and I could instantly like your instantly hate it, you know? So I will definitely judge right away and be like, dude, this is really sick work. Let's do something. Okay. And I think that plays into like knowing what you who, like, what type of style you want to use as your branding. Um, I think it's also important to know the type of not just editing style, but style overall. So like, for example, you want to collaborate with certain people. Okay. Well, do they have a similar brand awareness as you do? So do they like a little bit more bohemian style? Do they constantly shoot brides that are in like lacier dresses versus ball gowns? Like, do you vibe as a team? And I think that will translate to not just doing something together, but then in the future, create leads for each other and work at actual paid gigs together. Yeah, so I think that's important is to do your homework and your research on people you want to work with. And if you're, if you are the one that's being, um, actually both ways, if you're the one that's approaching people to try to work with them before you have any street cred, like I, what I like to say, street cred, um, making sure that you show off some of your work, but then at the same time, explain who you are. I don't think it hurts to have a story. I mean, Liz, I'm sure you do too, but I get all the time emails like, hi, I'm so-and-so and I really want to work with you. And that's yeah. it. And then I'm like, and do and what? <laughs> what is your goal? Like how? Send me your Instagram, send me your Facebook, send yeah. me your website, like send me something. And like work out, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's nothing. And then explain to me why you want to work with me. Don't just say, I saw you on Instagram and your pictures are really pretty. It's okay. like online dating, right? It's like, just because I swiped you and we matched doesn't mean like we're going on a date. Like, like talk to me, flirt with me. Yeah. yeah. And I think that goes for any type of vendor to vendor relationship. <laughs> I, yeah. I always say, um, I, I heard this from one podcast. She said, Everyone is looking to date right now and you're asking them to marry you. <laughs> right? So, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of like ease into it first. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And that's like with the whole, my first email to you is, hi, I want to work with you and I want to be on your list. What? Like, no. What? Like, what do you even do? <laughs> hey, it's, Bro. It's the, age, it's the age of social media and everything's just so accessible. And that's, I feel like, people are losing losing touch with what you actually need to do is plant a seed and develop a relationship right so yeah. that's i think that's how we did it like i wanted to plant a seed to every single person doesn't matter if we're not we're going to work together or not but i just want to have this network 
that would vilify is that a right word vilify us as being like an authentic company and uh, something some a company that they can depend on so whenever we go on styled shoots i do that to network with the vendors not really to get featured because when videographers get featured at least for us we don't really get more work we just get like affirmation from other vendors like oh my gosh thank you so much for you know so it's easier to network that way agreed and that's why exactly why i think I mean, Liz, you can say why, but I think that's why she actually came up with the name of the company, you know, Social Presence, was because you need to be social and you need to build a presence, and that all goes into your networking. Yeah. So that, like, yeah. Like, people always hit me up and be like, how come, how come, like, I, I'm not being successful at networking? And I'm like, bro, I only seen you at one networking event three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't remember you because you wore black. Like, yeah. there's 50 people in black. Like, you know, I wear a bow tie, so I stand out a little bit. I grew, and my, I grew my hair out white. I so. know. And, Paul, you're a silver fox. So, yeah. people's going to see you. Yeah. But, you know, your dapper game is, you know, pretty strong lately. So, everyone just going oh who that who that tall <laughs> not, over there. not right now <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing like uh you you really need to plant the seed and i feel like uh you need to be visible all the time right it doesn't matter if you're working a wedding or not as long yeah. as you're online and people can see you i think that's the most effective form of marketing is just being there it's either yeah. uh, just, for us we when we eat somewhere that I really like, I share it on on Facebook. If we worked a wedding, I share it on Instagram. So, you know, it's kind of like everything's very planned out, I guess. As opposed, you know, it, with like social media, I use Facebook for my friends. Instagram's for like people who follow us and look for more work. But I feel like you'd really be, you'd really need to be specific when it comes to what your intentions are. Just like when someone emails you, when you say "and what," that means they didn't do the job because they didn't. You you don't know what you what they what they want from you, and the right. same goes with like networking. You yeah. need to be more present. <laughs> to that's why it's called networking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> agreed. Be social, build presence, get it out there, and do your thing. Yes. So, so to end this. Are we going to end or do you have anything else that you want to say? Actually, I was going to ask you to end this podcast. Is there anything, last advice that you feel like people need to need to hear? Be brutal. Be honest. All right. Listen, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Bye. <laughs> No, I think promise. What is it? They're they're really nice. They're really nice. They're super sweet. I I will take you out to Korean barbecue. I will grill for you. (laughs) Just don't piss him off because you'll see. Surprise that knows us that like Liz is so crazy right now, and I'm just like normal. (laughs) I (laughs) this is me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Four in the morning, three o'clock, nine o'clock. I'm like this all the time. (laughs) Me being like in, I don't know, like. Promo mode right now like okay so this is what we yeah, do and I'm, 
Um, and I even g- give you the green the green light. Like I can, you can swear here, and Ilana's like, "Hi guys, <laughs> nice to see you." <laughs> Hi. Okay, so sorry, I cut you okay. off. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my biggest advice would be: don't be obsessed of how many likes you have, how many followers you have, because. You see people with 30,000 followers and they still get the same likes as you. 20, 40, 50 likes. So and they probably get no bookings. So exactly. So 30,000 followers. So be consistent because people who are really going to pay attention and the people who are going to bring that money to you is your first 500 followers. That's I think I believe your first 500 followers are your ride to die audience, right? So I think you should concentrate on getting your first 500 people and you're, I think you're going to be solid after that. Like we even have one client right now that literally, I mean, they're all, they're all doing really well. We get, we get inquiries all the time on like messaging on Instagram or Facebook, but what's really important too to kind of play off of this, like what some advice, last advice, and also to play off of what Liz just said is when you have to look at the the quality of your followers versus the quantity, because nobody cares if you have a hundred thousand or if you have a hundred, if those a hundred are actually hitting you up and booking your services, that's all that matters. Let's be honest. Money's the motive. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um, We have one client right now who like literally is like our business is like doubled because of you guys just helping us out like in the past couple of months. And it's insane. Um, so they've been, they've been so busy. I mean, we're like, Hey, we need more photos because they're so busy. They don't have like, (laughs) but it's okay. Um, and to play off of that, uh, making sure that you also, this is like just a little tip of advice, but it helps tremendously on your contact form, whatever you use on your website, because what happens is your social media is your, your, your face, right? Like that's your first impression. Once people look at your social media, then they go to your website to validate who you are as a brand. So if you have a bad website, you need it done. Um, Because then that's like your handshake, right? Your website's going to be your handshake. And then when they go to your contact form to say, hey, I saw this online and I really want it, please make sure that you have a how did you hear about us? And in that, put your Instagram, your Facebook, your Pinterest, referral, Google, whatever, but please make sure that you put your, your social media in there. So that way you can start tracking how many people out of your followers are actually contacting you in ratio from like your Instagram or your Facebook account. And that's, that speaks more miles than how many people follow you. Okay. I love this. This is great. Okay. So what you're saying is notes. He's like, yeah, see, I have a lot of notes. (laughs) Oh, how cute. I love it. So what you're saying is from the very beginning, like when we started talking is establish your brand and then you find your clients, right? Because yeah. when, when, when you establish your brand, you go, you're going to attract the people that want your brand, right? So they're going to be clients and then you turn your clients into fans, which means after you do the wedding, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, everyone has to get you. So they turn into mm-hmm. fans. And then you make sure that you look at the metrics, just like what you said, all the numbers. Make sure that everything you know, you have an idea of men versus women or the age group or something like that, right? Yeah. Okay. And then you... What was the last one? <laughs> no. So you... Um, 
Okay. And then I mean, you look at those metrics and you see your conversion rate. Okay. Interesting. The only thing I will say about the metrics, like if you use, you know, on your Instagram account, you can actually, it tells you like when people are online and when you should post. I'm going to be honest. I think that's like total bullshit. Um, there is, I don't think it really calculates for you just because based on trial and error, even for pers my personal account, when I first started my Instagram and stuff, I kind of like listened to it and then I started doing my own thing and I noticed I had a, a way more engagement. I so I don't go by that. Do trial and error. That's okay. People will forgive you and then stay consistent with your time that you're posting. That works for you. I love that. Okay. So, cause be, uh, there's this thing I, I, I listen to a lot of Instagram podcasts and look at the videos like how to do instagram and they always say um within the hour of you posting you have to get more engagement than ever or else you're not going to be in the explore page but then there's no there's no instagram never said anything about that so it's just like it's a trial and error thing and since yeah. you, you shared your story about you just did your own thing and the engagement was better just be yourself right yeah. i feel like you do what works for you um and yeah you have to engage so if somebody even like post just a heart as a comment okay reply back with a heart heart <laughs> like heart it back. Heart it back <laughs> you talk, even if it's just like i guess what maybe they were trying to go with those uh other ones that you were listening to is it's not about like the time frame because for example like i have followers who are west coast and east coast yeah. And that doesn't matter. The time keeps going. Um, but what is helpful is it, what I have learned or found or heard. I don't know what I want to say, but basically um, algorithm wise, Instagram does rank comments. So a heart emoji ranks different than you writing out five words. So okay. sometimes more is better. Sometimes because it, it actually reads your your words kind of like Google would for keywords similar in comments okay. and content. I just I just heard uh, this morning about the algorithm that you spend more that if you spend more time on one post, then just like what you said, it, it, as a from from doing like an emoji as opposed to like typing out words, you're spending more time on that post. The engagement is getting going longer, so Instagram likes that. That's what they're saying, but you know. No, it can, it can it can definitely help. Again, you don't need to write like a million sentences or like a million paragraphs, but the words you're looking at, like consistently think about your keywords, like as if you were writing a blog. You okay. know, think about words blogging. That's what builds your SEO on your website. So, and that's what pushes you. Like I literally um, didn't know, but I guess if you Google my planning company, not social presence, but if, if you Google my planning company and you look for like, uh, I think it was like Orange County or California event planner or something like not even wedding planner, but event planner, I'm like on page one or two. And I'm like, I don't pay for anything. And it's like, nope, that's just because the keywords you're using on your site and your blog boost everything. Same kind of concept for Instagram and things like that. Okay. Anything else? Nope. <laughs> just be present, guys. So just be like present. what? Be social. Be present. So just like what I was saying, existing in real life doesn't matter in social media. <laughs> you have to exist in the social media pl planet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. So I thank you so much for obliging me 
to guest in this show. I know you're so busy, and we finally nailed this schedule down, and I'm so happy. And thank you so much. I love you too, to, from the bottom of my heart. Oh, I love you, Paul. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate you and all that you do. Thank you. So I'll see you. I'll see you next month. <laughs> yeah, next month, which is literally in what couple in of days? A few weeks. <laughs> next month. Next week. I'll okay. see you next week. See you next week. So, guys, always remember that whatever you put on social media is there forever. So, the way you exist has to be curated and planned. Don't go on a tangent and put out stuff that you don't want to be saved forever. I hope this episode really helped you out. Guys, to be honest, my goal for this podcast is to be able to help your business out. Okay, so if you have any questions about your business or if you have any questions about the guests that I have on, feel free to DM me on Instagram, email me. If we're friends on Facebook, chat with me. I would love to help you out because that is my purpose for this thing. For those who listen, thank you so much. It means the world to me. For those who left a review or gave a rating, I really appreciate it. I hope to see you soon on the next Wedding Video Boss podcast. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out. It's the world to me. For those who left a review or gave a rating, I really appreciate it. I hope to see you soon on the next Wedding Video Boss podcast. Till then, play nice if you can't win. Be nice, especially if you're good looking. Boss man out. <laughs>